Hi, this is Leanne Walters, and I'm your host for Design Ease, the podcast about designing a life that you want to live. Welcome back to the Design Ease podcast. I am your host, Leanne Walters, and I am so glad that you're here. (sighs) Always a deep breath when I get here. Settle in. Come join me. Tell me about your life. Has everybody been to the um, Facebook page that I made? Listen, I would love to hear more from the people listening to my show because I'm making the show just for you. There's a really small community of people that are showing up for me and I want to know more about you. So I built this little Facebook page. So thankful for the people who have been showing up and there's going to be prizes coming soon. Lots of good things. So get into the Facebook group. It's the Design Ease Podcast Facebook group. Um, I will put a link to it in the show notes if you need it, or you can find me on Instagram at Leanne Walters Design, where I will, if you just DM me, I'll tell you about it. And um, it's a really small community of friends who are getting together. We're going to talk about design how-tos, how to set up some of the spaces in your house, maybe a little light into the corners of the design world. And um, the more that you guys tell me that you want, like the more you give me feedback, feedback would be the right word. The feedback allows me to cause the direction of the show. So with that said, the feedback from the Facebook group was you guys want more how to's. So magic, I decided to paint something so that I could talk you guys through the process and not forget any of the steps. However, I didn't take a too much video of it, so I'm going to put up the pictures that I have in the Facebook group, and then I'm going to open up a chat. If anybody wants to, we could even have a live conversation in the Facebook group about it, but it depends on how many people are into this. So, how to paint your outside, well, I'm going to say garage door. But this could really apply to an outside door. This could apply to boxes. This could apply to trim. Keep in mind that the steps that I'm about to tell you are for wood. But you can paint um, metal and you can also paint fiberglass. It's just important that you talk to the people at your paint store and you find out the details of what kind of paint they want you to use. So (sighs) I think the most important step, actually, if you're going to paint something is to figure out what you want it to look like in the end. It's way more important than the prep, and it's way more important than all the steps that you can find on Pinterest, and I'll tell you a little bit about. But I actually think the most important step is knowing what you want it to look like in the end. So one of the places that I would actually recommend you to start is either on the internet researching pictures of just houses that you like, sometimes even making a Pinterest page. Don't judge it, just go pick out like 20 pictures of things that you like or walk your neighborhood and take pictures of the houses that you like to understand what it is that's a common thread. You want to see if it's like you love this wood trim and it just keeps showing back up or you love a colored door or you specifically like a color of house. 
And then you want to keep in mind in relation to what you have. So one of the other tricks that I really like to do is to take a picture of your house and then you can go into the paint section on your phone and you can actually just fade the picture back. You just hit like, instead of enhance, it's like fade, fade, fade. And then your house kind of fades into the background and then you can practice coloring on little different accents. If you want to see what it looks like to have a red door and white siding can literally just paint it on. You don't need any fancy software. You don't need to know how to use CAD because I don't. You just need to kind of be creative. Tap into the childish side of you that would color a house. So anyways, the way that I picked out my paint. So anyways, I have an uncle and my mom. They use this transitional term when they don't want to talk about anything. Anyways... It makes me laugh every time I say that word. Anyways, I knew that we have a brown house. It's a really dark brown color. And I recently saw a house in a Dwell magazine that was a really dark black and dark brownie black. And it lived in the trees. And I just knew as soon as I saw that, that I was going to keep my house the same color. We had contemplated painting the siding for years because we have this old cedar siding. But the one thing to keep in mind is if you are going to paint something from a dark color to a light color, you have to keep in mind that it's extra hard to cover all the nooks and crannies and cracks. And those shadows can really change the overall look. You may even want to get into spraying, which I'm not going to address here, but you can buy like a cheap sprayer if you really want to. I recommend knowing what you want first. And then honestly, if you really want to know how to go on Pinterest and look how to paint my garage door and just look at a couple of different videos and keep in mind, like you've got to plan out this process for yourself. So the first step for me, as I got a siding thing and I put the colors of the siding up on my siding, sorry, the colors of the stain on my siding And I stood back and I really looked at where I was going to be in the future. I know I want to keep it this color, but I actually want to deepen the brown out. I want to make it a little bit darker brown. So my house just reads a little bit more neutral. So I decided that first because I knew we weren't changing that at all. And then we had a garage door. Now our initial plan, the best laid plans, our initial plan was to just keep the door as it is and touch up the paint because my husband recently decided to clean the door and he scraped off all the extra paint that had been chafing off over the years. So that's actually one of the first prep steps you want to do is remove all of the dirt and all of the loose paint that you can. So he had done that and therefore had given me the job to paint the garage door because I do what I can. So, um where was I? Picked out the stain. We were gonna match the door. Now I have to tell you, I didn't like my garage door, but because he had scraped the paint off, we were just going to touch up the white. The center of our boxes were white. And then the, the weirdest thing, it had a brown trim going around it. So they had stained all of the faces of the, not the recessed panels, but like the raised panels of the garage door. Those were stained dark brown to match my house. I will put up pictures in the Facebook group just for your visual pleasure. So first step first, remove the paint, go to the paint store, going to match the white paint. So I removed chips of paint. This is how you do it. If you're matching your paint, remove chips of paint from your house. If you are painting over wood and there is leftover pieces of paint, that is okay. 
keep in mind that the finish of your paint will accentuate or decrease the noticing of those leftover layers. So if you pick a high gloss paint, which often trim is uh, semi-gloss, it will show all of those leftover little paint chunks. So if you go with a matte, it's going to look smoother when the sun hits it. And when it's a garage door, like I was painting, it would have been hella lumpy if I would have painted in a high gloss weight. However, I did buy high gloss weight because I took some chips of paint. I thought, ooh, white trim, bought white paint. And I painted all of the faces of the door in the white paint, which then made the brown paint. I slow it down, I guess. Okay, so then, <laughs> then I painted the door white, which consists of laying out a drop cloth, prepping your area. So you're going to sweep, you're going to clean it all off. You're going to prep the area for paint. You're going to put down a drop cloth. I actually used a long, like two foot wide by, I'm going to guess eight foot wide sort of canvas material. It's literally called a paint drop cloth. You can buy them at Home Depot, but it wasn't quite long enough. So I had a little tiny tarp and I actually like to use that for the paint area. So where I'm pouring the paint, if I happen to gloop over, it's not going to leak through the drop cloth, stay in the driveway and get me in trouble. So small area of a tarp, then the rest of it's a two foot by eight foot drop cloth laid out in front of the garage door. You got this. And I know you're thinking, maybe I shouldn't be painting. I think you should. I think it's really important for us to take control of our lives. And control means choosing how they look and creating little pockets of happiness. So our house isn't refinished. Our house isn't completely done. Last year, we got our roof done, which was amazing. And honestly, just doing these little tiny tweaks around our yard has helped make it look way newer, way more up to date and cleaner. So if you want to paint your front door, I encourage you to do this. If you want to paint your trim, if you want to paint your flower boxes out front, I encourage you to do this. Do the prep before you start. Make sure you've washed it. Make sure you clean off all the stuff. Pick out a pink color you love. Don't paint it a color that you hate. If you hate green and it matches your house, come up with a new color palette. Where are you going to get this color palette? You're going to look on Pinterest. You're going to go scour your neighborhood. Houses is another really fun place where you can see houses that don't look anything like yours. Just keep in mind the color palette. You might not live in California on the beach in a 10,000 square foot house. If you do, welcome to the podcast. I'd love to meet you. But most of the people are not living on a beach here. We've got to work with what we got. And we want to create some spaces that work really nicely in our environments. If you do see a neighbor's house, take a little picture of it on your phone while you're walking by. Put that into your little arsenal of ideas. So you've picked your color. You're going to go with something that's going to work with your house and accentuate it. I'm going to come out with a little sheet about how to do your colors to help you out to figure out kind of what colors work with other colors. Anyways, I don't have that quite yet. I'll let you know when I do. So you're going to figure out what works with the colors of your home. If you love a red door, I encourage you to try that. However, a garage door in a really strong color might be a little bit much. So keep in mind scale. Even white, like a really bright white on a garage door in a brown house can be a little intense. So let me catch you back up to where I was. Paint these panels. They're shiny white. They match what was there. Painted the casing around. It's actually called the brick mold. 
And um, that's where we're at. And I decide that now that I've painted the inside, all of these brown trims suddenly look really old and really unfinished. So instead of leaving it, it is suggested that I stain it to match the house. But I don't like it. I hate it. And to go down the path of doing this is going to be another couple days of work. And I feel like I'm working for something I don't like. So my husband comes outside and he says, what are you going to do? Paint the whole thing white. And I said, absolutely not. Because at this point, it's now shiny white. And I'm not painting more of the shiny white. It's going to look hideous. And I have a dark brown house. The last thing a dark brown house needs is a giant two-car garage door that is bright white. So I said, no, I'm going to repaint it. He said, you're kidding me. No, no, you're not. I said, yeah, I'm going to the store. I'm going to finish doing this trim. I'm going to do as many coats of the white to cover as a primer because it was a paint plus primer. Also, you should prime, but most of the exterior paints now are primer. Primer and a paint all included in one bucket. Sorry, is what I'm trying to say. So I'm like, no, I'm going to use it as a primer. I'm going to the store. And he's like, I think you should sleep on it and think about this tomorrow. Now, let me tell you, my understanding of human beings and human design is that some people need to sleep on it. My husband needs to sleep on it. He's like a 30-dayer. I am not asleep on it. I am a, I've made my decision. I am driving to the store in 30 minutes. I cannot handle the fact that this door looks like this and I've put effort into it and I can't show anybody a picture of this. So I don't like it. So... I did. I drove to the store. Now, how did I pick the color that I wanted to paint my garage door? I stood back and I looked at the samples that I had of stain. Now, side note, in case you do not know, stain is what soaks into the wood. It's like when you dye your hair, it goes right into the product. So wood has a color to it. If you are staining a wood as opposed to painting a wood and the color, or if you're going with a translucent paint and the color of the wood will play a factor to the color of the paint. So I always recommend doing a test. If you have not had experience with this, test Test, 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 test. Don't paint your whole deck and find out afterwards you don't like it. Stain is not what I was using in this case because the garage door had already been painted. Stain does not cover paint. So once you've had something painted, unless you're sanding it right down back to the natural wood, you're going to paint it. You're not going to stain it. You're going to paint it. So I went to the store and I picked out the paint color from the stain samples that I had at my house. And the way that I picked the color was I stood on my driveway and I looked at the samples and I saw which color stood out and reflected another color in my home. Keeping in mind my preferences. I do not like brown in a paint. If I was going to stain my door, if I would have had a natural wood door, it would have been a natural wood brown color without question. I find browns in solid paints look very 80s. Unless you're faux finishing it, browns can read really gross. So I didn't even want to go down that path. I didn't want it to look pink. I didn't want it to look taupe. And so the new roof that I have has some gray tones in it. And, you know, the gray tones are like kind of detached. Gray as a color is kind of like emotionless. And so it kind of detaches itself and it's quite quiet. And we have some of the same color in the um, 
mortar of the stone around my front door. So I picked a color that was in the roof and in the mortar and I'm using it on my garage door. I'm also planning on repeating that color on my front door. I don't like things over decorated. So there's always a reason you could change the color of your front door, but in my case, I'm going to repeat it and that will give it some more commonality because even after I painted it, my son came out and he said it doesn't match the rest of the house. However, the two-tone brown and white appeal wasn't working for me. Brown wasn't an option and white wasn't an option. And so henceforth, we ended up with a gray. It's kind of mushroom. It's actually really pretty. I'm going to put, again, I will put some pictures up of it. The name of it is like Chatham Fog. So it's kind of a warm gray. It um, it can lend itself to mauve in the sunset, but it's 100% the sunset's fault, not my doors. And one day I would really like to have a stained wood door. But, you know, that's not what I have today. But really, the, here's, the, here's the reason I came in here to tell you things. I have had so many people tell me that they can't paint or they can't do these things. And I would like to tell you that the very first time that I painted my house, I was 19 years old. And um, well, my mom had dated a painter, truth be told. And he painted things all the time. And I watched him and it wasn't really that hard. And I figured I could do it. And so if you can paint a picture, if you can, if you've ever been to one of those like painting classes, have you ever gone with one of your friends and like there's an instructor at the front of the room and she like in three seconds teaches you how to paint and you drink wine? It's really fun. Anyways, if you can do one of those, you can do one of these. I highly recommend drinking the alcohol possibly near to the end so you don't keep it messy. Keep your brushes tidy if you can. Um, try and clean up after yourself as you go. Be patient with yourself and give yourself extra time. You can pay somebody to do these things too, you know, absolutely. But I think I'm here more because it's fun and I enjoy doing it. And it honestly, it was probably the most enjoyable weekend I've had in a long time is when I do something and I create something. I created a cute little corner of my house and now I'm planning on putting a wreath on it this Christmas and it has been hideous for years and I would have never wanted anybody to look at it on purpose before. And also painting the door one solid color and not the two-tone effect hides the fact that it's a little old and droopy, which is what one mono color can also do. So once I finished painting it, I washed my brushes, I rolled up my tarp. Oh, side note, good thing nobody here is painting along with me. Before I painted my door, I had bought this really awesome new product that is called, I think it's Jasco Paint and Peel. I don't actually know the name, but again, I will post it in the Facebook group. So if you want to know anything about the podcast, I'm going to put some of the show notes in with the Apple notes or wherever I put it. But honestly, show up in the Facebook group, look around, ask questions. If you don't know where something is, make a little post. Um, we're all really nice and nobody's going to pick on you. And sometimes people are shy, but like, it's a really sweet little community of uh, a lot of people who are really fun. And, um, if you go there, I'll post the product that I bought. So anyways, I bought this thing on Amazon because you can't find it anywhere here and you paint it on your window first because we have these little windows in our garage door. So I painted this clear stuff on and then it dries and it masks. That's what it's called. Mask and seal. It masks and primes the door. And then you just score that with a knife afterwards. So my husband has now scored around the window for me because he's just sweet. And all I have to do now is peel off that paint. I'm going to I'm gonna videotape it when I do it. So hopefully it works out really good. I will let you know how it goes. 
I don't know how to post a link or do any of that fun stuff that would help me out here. So this is all not sponsored. And I also wanted to mention last week's guest. How great was Misha? I had so much fun having her on the podcast. Like you guys to know that I have been booked first time ever as a guest on somebody else's podcast. So I guess that means like I'm a real podcaster now. So I'm kind of, you know, a pretty big thing. If you need an autograph, let me know. Um, yeah, so I had Misha on last week. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to that episode. I don't know if I properly mentioned this in it. Listen, I am not being monetized at all from this, but Misha is a good friend and what she's teaching is really important. She has this code founders, F-O-U-N-D-E-R-S 40. If you want to turn up to her course, she's doing this like a launch and you can be a founder and she's giving like 40% off. So it's almost free, which is amazing. You guys should really go check out Misha's podcast after you finish listening to my podcast. And um, I was so grateful for you guys to come listening to that episode. And I'm so thankful that you all come and you're here. You can find me on Instagram, join the Facebook group. We've got some really exciting new things coming if you need anything, you can DM me at Leanne Walters Design on Instagram. If you like the show and you have something that you've learned from it, you could leave a note for me in the in the Apple notes, I think, at the bottom. You can give me like a five-star review. If you enjoyed it and you think it was helpful, share it with a friend. Do you hear the Fortnite going on in the background? Oh my god. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for coming. And enjoying my first how to paint your garage door. Um, I thought it would just be fun to let you like into my little world of expansion and uh, the little highlights that make the chaos sunny. I really, really believe that these things are what light up your life. You know, like for me now, every time I come home, I get to remember that I gave myself that gift. And honestly, we've lived here for five years and it is just sat. And I know everybody has one of those projects, you know, like the paint the garage sticky note that goes from one person's do it board to the next person's do it board and to the other person's back and giving yourself that gift. Like the reason I paint the garage doors because my husband can dig a hole and screw a light bulb in like he can do the electrical things. He does the big construction things. So I always do the things that I can do even though he could do it all, I enjoy the painting. I enjoy the transformation. I enjoy the choice. And also there's a lot of autonomy that's given when you say, this is what I like and this is what I'm doing and you make a decision. I think it's like a good way to practice that also. And also if you don't like it, you know what? It's like Ed Sheeran says, you have to play through the bad music. Sometimes you can go back to the paint store and buy new paint which I did. Side note, I left the high gloss white trim going around the garage door because I know that the sun is going to fade it. And any color that you pick for exterior, the sun will fade. So um, I, if I had it my way, I would go back and change it to satin. Satin is probably the better color. I think matte for trim is a little bit hard to clean, but I don't mind it in a stain. If you're starting out, use a stain. If you have fresh wood, use a stain always because it soaks into the wood and then you have more options. Mm. Come to the Facebook group. 
Tell me what you think. Tell me what you want to hear more of. If you liked this episode, yeah, give it five stars. If you didn't, I don't need to hear about it. But uh, I was really glad that you came and I'm so happy that I took this time to um, tell you about my little corner of sunshine. I will talk to you soon. And um, if you want to see more of me, come to the Facebook group where I share all of my secret pictures. Okay. Talk to you soon. Love you. Thank you.